morning. I'm Queen V. And I'm Dr. E. Queen V, we have something really special today, a very, very special guest. Matter of fact, this is the first guest that we've ever had uh, uh, during our Audacity to Believe series. Now, what makes this special guest so special is I've known this person for 65 years. Now, when I say 65 years, I am not playing. I have the honor of introducing my big brother. He's known me my entire life. He's been a part of my life all my life. What's really cool for those people that are from Denver, he's an East High School graduate. Go Angels! Okay, we'll, we'll throw some love out to Emmanuel as well, but go Angels. And he is a graduate of Colorado Christian University. He's worked in the healthcare um, industry all of his life. He's still working. He wants to say that he's retired after 40 years, but he's still working in the healthcare industry. What's really wonderful about my big brother, and I'll tell you his name in just a moment, he is a member of the Colorado Community Church, where he spends time on the prayer team. And the prayer team in this church, they go to the, the jail houses, they, they minister to people literally in the church. And one thing that I love about it, he's my prayer buddy every single day. He prays for me, at least he tells me that. And then he'll call me up and he'll pray for his sister because he knows exactly where I've been my entire life. But why am I, am I having him uh, to speak with us, Queen V? It's not that he's my big brother and he's your big brother too, it's because after all, he's known you for how many years? 60 years. 60 years. Yeah. So he's known you me just five years longer than he's known you. But uh, the main reason why uh, Mr. Timothy Lamar Brent is here today is that he will be talking with us about how do you get from a very dire situation to be in a particular uh, situation with God where you can fly. And so because he's experienced so many losses in our, uh, in our family, we both share these losses. He's here to tell you what it's like to have siblings who have, who have died and how do you get through that? How do you break through the sorrow? How do you break through the sadness, especially around the holidays? Uh, given the COVID, there's so many people that's experienced losses. They have you know, family members, uh, friends, extended, uh, you know, just people that have died and now they're experiencing the holidays. How do you get from a sad situation to now a happy situation? So without any further ado, Queen V, do you have anything you'd like to add before we have Timothy to present information for us? Yes, absolutely. Right now, I would love to hear a little bit of what he is up to uh, currently, and as well as what coping mechanisms that he has used to endure and actually survive and then thrive through these various losses. So Tim, you have the floor and we are so honored to have you today. Well, thank you very much, Sister B. Uh, my coping um, mechanism has to is a spiritual one. It has to do all with Jesus. 
um, by me being the oldest of eight children and lost over half of my family. And I saw them when my mother brought them all home and I saw half of them in caskets. And that really tore me up. And I thought I was gonna lose my mind, which I did. And, but to further ado, to just to let you know, only God could have delivered me. Well, again, I would love to know because I know that grieving is different for everybody. Every right. single person grieves differently, you know, and there is a process to grieving. You don't get over grief and bereavement overnight. Right. Uh, you know, I've experienced a lot of that myself, but what was your process and what advice could you give to someone that either is grieving themselves like, uh, Dr. E mentioned so many people have lost family in COVID right. and mm -hmm. other things, but what advice would you give somebody that is experiencing their grief themselves, especially during the holidays? Well, the only thing I can tell you this, Sister V, is this. What I did, I'm gonna tell you what uh, really happened to me. Uh, I got to the point to where the spirit of suicide wanted to take me out and I really wanted to go. I really wanted to go and I'm just telling you the truth about it. But at some point that God didn't want me to go, I asked God just to go ahead and take my life because I had no reason left to be here. But when I, what got me over, Sister B is this, is when I crawled my way to the foot of the cross and gave up all of my ambitions, gave up my unforgiveness, but gave up everything that came to my mind. So Christ, I actually died. So Christ can live in me. And you know what, Sister B? I'll never be the same again. Yes, yes. He took your pain and used it for power and to bless others. And that yes. is just amazing yes. to me. Yes, yes, yes. You know, and it's, um, I'm not here, Sister B, to try to save nobody because I, I can't save nobody. I can only tell you what happened to me. Christ is real. He is so real. The things, the things I used to think about, I don't think about it no more. My life is full of joy. You know what? I'm looking forward to it. Can nobody say? I'm looking for spending eternity with Jesus. Because you know why? I love him. He's the greatest love of all. Now, I'm going to tell you one thing. I'm going to make it one point. We may love our loved ones, which is gone away. But I'm going to tell you something. God is in control. God is in control and his name is Jesus. No matter what we want to, we can tell everybody about our problems. But you know what Jesus would do? He will stretch out his hands like this. Instead, nobody had as many problems as I have. Now, if you let me live in you, I will show you how to get for the plans I have for you in this lifetime. So, uh, Brother Tim, I have a question. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, 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 you're, you're fine. Go ahead. Yeah, so my question is for uh, for individuals going through the first holiday, 
without a loved one. And uh, you lost half of, or we lost half of our siblings through death. Um, it was very difficult for me to even want yes. to, you know, uh, experience, you know, Christmas. For, I remember when we lost our mother and it was around the holidays. Um, I couldn't deal with the holidays. I didn't want to deal with the holidays. I wanted to stay in my bed and just put the covers over my head because I couldn't understand why everybody else was celebrating the holidays when in fact I was, I was engulfed in sorrow. For people that are there, they're there right now. They are there right to the second. How do you right. get, mm -hmm. how do you get past or get, uh, get beyond that really uh, deep uh, uh, feeling of sorrow and, and just literally climb out of bed and, uh, and get you to moving one foot forward and, and wanting to live? Uh, what was, what did you do? Well, Merlin, um, sister, I'm gonna just tell you one thing. Everybody has to go through a grieving, it's a process. You go through the grieving process and you said uh, something very interesting. I understand that you always use that word, I, I, I. See, there's no such thing as I when it comes to Jesus, okay? You have to give up yourself and you just have to go and just lay it out to him. God said he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. And the thing about it is, yeah, it's Christmas. It's Thanksgiving. But that don't stop the grieving. But you got to go the one to the one and only that can lift you up. Lift you up, but you got to come to him and by faith, by faith, just tell him that I can't do it. I can't do it. God will understand. So tell me, in, in your own words about you, what did you do? What did I do, Merlin? I'm going to tell you the truth about it. I got to the point of where I couldn't take no more. I cried, I cried until I almost died. And then God saw me. They said those who come to God should come to him in spirit. I said, God, I can't take no more. God, if you can't help me, just go ahead and just take me out of here. Just be honest, be honest. But see, I had to be by myself. I'm going to tell you something. God have to have, you know, have you heard of the term ex nilo? No. Huh? It's a Hebrew word for nothing. You have to become nothing to yourself. So Christ, the Holy Spirit, can come in you. And what you're doing, you're living the life of God in you that's what it's all about because see what we're going through is temporary it's a temporary thing and what we should keep our eyes on is eternity eternity so so, uh, so uh, uh, brother tim so what specifically did you do i mean what what got you to that next level yeah i mean because i uh we, we have a lot of listeners out there and we want to hear your story what specifically did you do to turn the corner I'm did you get, you was there, uh, I, we know the spiritual piece. Uh, did you get counseling? Is that something that was available to you? Oh, yeah. Did you, well, have, good. Uh, did you uh, talk to your living siblings? Was that available to you? Did you uh, talk to your wife? Uh, what are some of the, you know, the hands-on things? Uh, in addition to the faith, what are some of the hands-on things that you did? Because that's something that we want our, uh, our listening audience to have a takeaway. Well, what I did too, I did seek counsel. I did 
seek counseling, that didn't do me no good. I went to a psychiatrist. Only thing he can do is fill me up full of pills, which released some of the, you know, things, but I was, I was, that was from my body and everything. I needed something for my spirit, uh, Merlin. And then I, I did um, uh, go to my sister, which is you. And the time I wanted to commit suicide, I, you know, and I talked to you about it. Mm -hmm. And what happened to me, you know, you, uh, thank you for your prayers. That's when I had to turn my life around because see Marilyn, what you people don't understand is this, God will make you out of nothing. You got to, you know, before he can use you, you have to go, you have to go through the desert where there's no water. Merlin, you have to go through the phases of life. Get, you know, people will just, you know, turn their backs on you when you want to talk to them because they're only interested in their own self-interest. But the thing about it is God wants you to turn to him. When you get to the point where nobody want to talk to you, where nothing will help, you know Jesus will always be there for you. And that's what I'm here for. I'm not trying to preach. That is what happened to me. That's okay. all I'm trying to tell you. So what were your challenges as far as trying to, to turn it around? What, are, what, were, the, what were the challenging uh, moments of turning things around where you said, you know what? I love me. I want to live. I want to live a vibrant life. I want to live a better life. And I'm, and I'm here for the long haul. I'm here to stay because you say that you wanted to commit suicide. And, and that's a very, very deep, uh, uh, that's something very deep when, when a person gets to that point. But what is it that made you say, okay, I want to live when you saw that light at the end of the tunnel? Well, to tell you the truth, sister, what I did, I, um, I joined the church that accepted me for who I am, for who I am. I mean, broken down and everything. And I, I went to certain uh, courses in that particular church that I go to now. And they had classes that I can go to with other people that were grieving just like me. And the thing about it is, is this. I'm not, hey, my situation didn't seem as bad as I thought those other people was going through the same thing and even worse. But the thing about it is, is this. Only thing I can tell you, sister, is this. Get out of yourself and get into the one who created you. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. And you'll never be the same. You will never be the same. Tim, I have a question and, and yes. I agree with you on all of your points, uh, but I have found that and you mentioned it and you referred to it, is that one of the healthiest, most healing things that we can do in the middle of grief is to start serving others. Because as long as we are introspective and thinking about all of that we have lost and all that we have lost and all that we have lost, then it just becomes a deeper, deeper pit. Now, how did that work for you? Because I know you're in prayer ministry, you're in prison ministry. Did serving help to lighten your heart? How did that work for you? Oh, you hit a good point, and I'm glad to get with you. We have to get out of our comfort zone, out of the house. We got to get out the house and be around positive people. And then let me tell you something. God will put positive people in your life. 
because you have to go according to God's plan. And once you get out of yourself and follow his plan, um, I don't know what your plans are, but God's plans are for you. But my plan was get back into a ministry that, yes, to serve others, and you'll find out other people is way worse off than I ever was and everything. And it gives me joy just to, if I can just help somebody, Lord. You know, it's not about me. It's you in me. And then, like tonight, I'm going to church. And then what I'm going to do is on the prayer ministry. And then when people come up to me and ask for me if I can pray for them, I tell them, I'm not going to pray for you. I'm going to pray with you. And everything. And oh my goodness, I can feel it now. Boy, something comes on me that I can't. Oh man, I feel like jumping now, man. How God works to <laughs> me. Yeah. That's all I yeah. can say. That that is wonderful and powerful. And so uh, it sounds like life is a total, total, complete revolution from what it was before. So do you believe that all things have worked together for your good? No, 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 no. I'm going to tell you what, man. I mean, Bazita, uh, I'm sorry, sister. I got out of myself and God want me to stay focused. Stay focused on his word, on his word. Now, something happens in my life that I couldn't take away. You got to be, you know, you got to practice, practice, practice. You know, I've learned one thing. You see me talking, but God has taught me to walk my talk, not talk to talk. You can't do anything. Some people don't even walk to walk, but he'll teach you. God will teach you. He is so real. You can't even describe it. You can't even describe it. Some people focus on their lost loved ones. You know, my God, life. I mean, you focus on habits uh, that you need to get rid of, you focus on your children, you focus on this and that. If you keep your mind focused, focus on the Holy One, He will carry you through. Believe me, because you know why? I tried it for myself. Okay. Well, that's powerful. Oh, Absolutely. Right. Okay. So uh, Queen B, um, I guess we can just wrap this up. Uh, with Brother Timothy, and let's just, you know, uh, when it comes to grieving and it comes to uh, losses, we all grieve very, very differently. And the number one thing is to honor. We have to accept and honor where we are. And once we accept where we are in the grieving process, uh, people with, uh, uh, in psychology, they say that there's uh, phases of grieving and there's steps of grieving and there's a, it's a process. But I believe that that is just a, it's cyclical. I mean, you're gonna go in and out of, of uh, sadness. Um, my mother's been gone for about uh, 25 years and I still grieve over her loss. I still think about her daily, but I'm inspired by her and that uh, that keeps me going, it keeps me motivated, it keeps me wanting to keep fighting the good fight uh, because I know that she wants me to succeed. She wants all of her kids to succeed. So having said that, uh, uh, Queen V, uh, uh, what are some of the other uh, parting words that we can give our uh, listening audiences? Um, I think that a power, we have, we've received so many powerful tips 
from both you and your brother, Timothy. But what I really would suggest, because I think it's powerful for people to know how to support those that are grieving. And I know my own experience, um, I did best and I received the most for, from people that just came and sat with me in my pain. They didn't preach to me, didn't preach at me, you know, didn't have a lot of suggestions. Maybe they didn't even have a lot of words, but their presence and just a hug was very comforting because when you are in deep grief, you don't hear all the words all the time, but you never forget the presence of somebody that loves you and that just sits with you in your pain. And that's what Jesus did. You know, with Jesus so many times with people in pain, he bowed down to where they were and he sat with them. And so that would be my um, advice to anybody that is assisting somebody that may be going through grief is don't worry about what to say. Just be there, be available, you know. So that is my parting suggestion. Uh, Brother Tim, do you have any parting you sign out? Yes, ma'am. And this is, I'll keep this very brief. I'm going to piggyback off of what you said. Love. Love. God is love. Show the grieving person love. And Jesus is the greatest love of all. And that's it. Absolutely. I agree wholeheartedly. And on that note, we are going to close out our podcast today. <laughs> with our first guest, Mr. Timothy Lamar Brent, who Thank is you. my brother. I have known him almost my entire life. Yeah. And he is, as you can see, such a precious heart, hearty yeah. person. Um, but you can reach us on Audacity to Believe with Queen V and Dr. E at uh, queenvandre.com. You can also see us on YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, what else? Instagram, Facebook, we're all over the place. Twitter, so yeah. Join us, like us, subscribe, and share. Amen. Thank you so Amen. much. Uh, um, Brother Timothy, thank you so much. It's, it's really thank nice you. for thank me you. at my age to say, you know, I got a big brother. This is my big brother right here. And I just am so thankful. And thank you, uh, 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 Timothy, for you, just being open uh, and sharing your story and yes, sharing where you come from and sharing your love for God. Because Amen. after all, you're sharing with our viewing audiences um, what you had to go through to get where you are today. And Amen. I'm just happy that Amen. you chose life. I'm, I'm happy that you're living uh, your life and you're, you're able, you were able to Thank take you. your misery and turn it into your ministry. So that's Amen. beautiful. So thank, thank you so much. Thank and we'll see everybody next time. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.